And there it is. Happy Hi, everybody. Thursday. Can you believe it's Thursday? No. And I cannot believe, Nez, episode 60, 60. the big six zero. We've been at this for over 60 days. Uh, and so welcome to the party. Welcome to Live from Rabs, live from inside Rabs Country Lanes. The insane asylum. Insane <laughs> asylum is for sure. <laughs> Um, Kenny is so excited. The show is starting. We're excited to have you here with us today. We're excited to be here as excited as we can be. Cause I mean, we wouldn't, we wouldn't be here if we weren't shut down. Right. Well, <laughs> so, as much yeah. as I'm excited. Yeah. Um, yeah. We'd rather, we would rather this, we would rather have to fit this into our busy schedules. Yes. And I don't but know. Right now, I mean, we're busy. I mean, now we're busy. But, yeah, there's no problem fitting it in. Yeah, you know, the problem, Naz, though? The, the problem, Naz, though? Though? No, though, Naz? <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying there. Though, Naz, the problem. Uh, you know, because we're a ratings bonanza, uh, we're going to be wanted uh, after this. So we really are going to uh, – we, we are. are going to continue this in yeah. some fashion. Um and we just don't know what that looks like. Right. Uh, and you guys, you'll get your daily d dose of Nazareth and Frank when you come and visit. When you come and see us. So that we're excited about. Uh, and we can't wait to have you back inside, uh, which will then be just the bowling center and not the studio where we allow very <laughs> few people. Uh, but we're getting to that point where, um, you know, people, we have people that are, more people have been coming in the building. Yeah, it's a scary time. I, yeah, but. It, it, it's good. It's good because it's, it's good. a little normalcy. You know? And you know what? And and it it, it it helps me desensitize a little bit. Yeah. And so I'm gonna. I have so it's not like five people in the building, and then slow. the next day it's five hundred. It's slow. Right. It's, it's slow like a slow drip. So I can ease back into more people. And we have mood lighting. Notice we have mood lighting behind yeah, us. Yeah, I, I I didn't turn the overheads off when we were rebooting the computer. So we it's, got a little mood lighting yeah, in the background. Yeah, it's all right. It's not bad. No. Uh, I don't know what red for moods is not that good, though. So we have oh, there you go. No, it's fine. It's cool. We'll get a little reflection. Unless you wanted to go for a walk, you could turn them off. Um, we're good. So it's Thursday, which means we're going to talk food. Uh, I mean, we talk food every day. All the time. But today, of course, is our weekly check-in with our the one and only Staten Island food guru, the advanced food editor. Staten Eats. Pamela Silvestri. Silvestri. Uh, and John Wilders, I have not been drinking yet. I probably should. Uh, he, he, he seems a little... <laughs> a little tipsy or something today. Yeah, no. I, you know what? I was, I was flustered. Right. Because... Uh, I had plenty of time. I was up early. I was here early. I was doing a bunch of things. And then all of a sudden, it's showtime. Then the wrench. And then, then Fran the stops sudden. in. We're talking. And she's she gave me a couple of good ideas for our show. That, oh, um, good. But you know, just, and all of a sudden, I look at time. I'm like, as yep. I'm getting ready, I'm like, and Nazareth's texting me going, hello. <laughs> it's showtime. We didn't get our hair and makeup. No hair and makeup today. No hair and makeup today. We're, uh, we're uh, running, uh, running on fumes today. <laughs> on fumes. I mean, it's all right. Fumes were okay. I did not sleep well, so. Yeah, um, me neither. Another one of those. I've had those 4.30 wake a.m. Hi, good morning. Your body's awake now. The good thing about that is there is a tremendous amount of stuff that can be done between 4.30 and 8 o'clock. 
Uh, yeah, no, I go back to closing my eyes because yeah, I'm not getting I, out. I, of it. A lot of times I can't do that. Yeah, I close my eyes and I just rest. You can't, rest. and the worst thing you could do, and we were talking about this with Jimmy Otto, uh, you, you want to relax. The first thing you get up, you, the, it's so easy to turn to the phone and start looking at emails. Oh, yeah, 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 no, yeah, yeah, yeah. You really, it's not a good habit. And we all, we're all guilty of it. Yeah. And I have to say, over the, in the last five years, I really have gotten away from that. Hey, yeah. unless the phone rings, and I look at it and something right. important. Other than that, right. it's like, leave me yeah. alone for the morning. Yeah. Uh, let's get the day rolling and then, okay. Because yeah. you could just set yourself Give up yourself for failure. Give a little time to ease into the day. Yeah, I, I probably should do some yoga. Even what Jimmy Otto said, give yourself a couple minutes at some point yeah. during the day to just be still and kind of clear your mind. So maybe Nez... Uh, Post-quarantine yoga sessions in the office. We'll close the door <laughs> at a specific time. It doesn't have day. to be yoga even. It could be meditation yeah. or a combination of both. Lock the door. Nobody can come in the office. Yeah, and I like us. that idea. We might have to instill that. Um, yeah. It'll be better than having to put up the sign that says, excuse me, uh, <laughs> you have now interrupted <laughs> my <laughs> statement. Excuse, right. <laughs> Pardon me for interrupting your the middle of my conversation. Yeah. Uh, and Ronnie in, in Dallas is looking for his uh, Jello shot. So they're on their way. Uh, they might be a little melted by what? the time they really? get. Really? Oh, those were delicious. I have still <laughs> sitting in my fridge. Uh, I just treat myself. I have like one a day. You took a nice. I'm turning. I'm turning. I'm slowly turning it into an alcohol. <laughs> Stephanie and Kevin, uh, good luck with that. We know that that's not logical that we'll be able to uh, lock the office for a few minutes a day, but we're going to try. I, I think we're going to we're going to try it. We're, we're going to try, try it. Yeah. Um, Dawn Borst, welcome to the party. Um, I know, but for something something not like yelling at somebody. <laughs> so, uh, and and Anne is always looking for, is always excited to talk about food. She not is. only with Pam, but if we're talking about pizza, Anne is, ex Anne is extra. Happy pizza and bingo. Yeah, and today we're international. Our friend Debbie Matthew is watching from Scotland. Hello, Hi, Debbie. Debbie. Uh, and we had so today. It's funny. Marco is putting up some uh, putting up a new pizza sign outside, so the world can see that we're open with pizza. Awesome. And uh, all of a sudden, I'm standing there, and the mailman is in the office. And I'm looking at him going, hi, <laughs> how, how did you get in here? Yeah. And it's not our regular mailman. So I looked at him. I was like, okay. He goes, oh, you're open. Well, not really open. But right. yeah. You walked in the door, so the door is open. So I explained to him that I know Pete told him that put, bring the mail to this door, and if you have a package, just call. Right. My number's on the door. And uh, he's like, oh, I have two packages for you. Yeah. But I don't uh, have them. Back at the post office. Yeah. What are those? He had them. He had the slips. I'm going, right. well, we'll go to the slips if, if, if I don't have You don't have the packages for me. <laughs> oh. Anyway. Uh, so so anyway. what else is going on today? You know, it's uh, it's... Thursday. Um, and Nez, you have invited a special guest today. Uh, one of the most special guests. So yesterday you announced that we're starting a, a new segment here. Yes. And it may not be a daily thing, but it's right. Uh, we're going to we're going to recognize some yes. of our very own uh, everyday heroes. Yeah. So who did you invite uh, today? And who is the hero? Who's of coming the, today? Who is the hero of the day? The hero of the day today is my daughter, Nazareth. Um, she is a nurse, and uh, she uh, currently has moved away from me. Uh, she lives in New Jersey, but um, I, she'll tell you a little bit about what she does. And uh, she doesn't have the typical nursing job, but um, she is uh, getting it done. And to me, 
she's a hero not only for me but for the people that she takes care of she's i think she is so she's there and i'm gonna bring her in okay well you're watching she's watching something so i didn't want to bring her in and then she's not ready for us and then she's yelling at, at nikki or something <laughs> no it's the perks of working from home because no. like while i'm working i have somebody in the front taking trees down so you know there's that <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Maz, do me a favor. Leave what? and come back. Can you hear me? Yes. Leave and come back. Yeah, it's delayed thing? again. I wonder why that is, is the last couple days. Yeah. Uh, we'll get her to come back in. Um, shoot her, <laughs> like shoot, shoot her a text while she's, if she's looking at her phone. She's, she's pulling a Del Warren. Yeah. She's going to walk around. There's something that's happening. Yeah, um, it's happened with, with almost, a little delay, yeah. and then once we they leave and come back, it's, it's okay. Fine. Yeah. So uh, she should have heard us say leave and come back, and she didn't do that. So I knocked she her off the left. screen. She uh, doesn't listen to you either, so that's, that's okay. She's not supposed to. I mean, it's just it's okay. It's okay. Ah, and there she she's goes. Gone. All right, when she'll be right back, and we'll talk with Nazareth. Um, so this is the other challenge. We didn't get a quick moment to test. Before we push live, right. we like to test it out, and uh, right the last couple of days we've been pushing it. Yeah, we we because we're super busy now. I mean, we went from I, and not that it was leisurely at any point, but we went from oh yeah, we got time to now like the day is packed in. The day is packed in, and I I yes. don't honestly time I feel is starting to go back to. <laughs> Yeah, oh, without a doubt. Was. All right, let's try this again. Welcome back. Hi. <laughs> can you hear me? Right. There you are. We absolutely can hear you. Can you hear, can you hear us? I can hear you. I couldn't really hear you guys before, but now since I left and came back, like you asked me to, um, I can hear you. You're the best. Well, uh, happy Thursday and welcome. So Nazareth, uh, Nazareth's our hero of the day. Yeah. And so we first of all we miss <laughs> we miss seeing you. Uh, I haven't seen you in a while, and I certainly miss seeing the kids. Uh, so what's going on over there? Work, 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 work. <laughs> so tell us about uh, a little bit about uh, what your nursing jobs entail. So my primary employment, I work for Amera Group uh, Insurance, which is um, a New Jersey managed care organization for Medicaid. And um, my specific role is serving about 350 members who are um, developmentally and intellectually disabled. Um, so they are kind of like mandated for case management and we're there as a support for them to kind of navigate their healthcare needs, help them with appointments and providers and you know community resources and um, just to be sometimes a, an ear for a caregiver that's frustrated, a family member that's having a tough time, or again, to kind of help them with some of those things that we, you know, do. Um, it's certainly a, a very big change of pace from where you were before doing this. Yeah, it took a little bit of a time to get adjusted to the anxiety of right now, right now, right now, right now in the clinical setting to a more corporate setting where you're sitting at a desk and um, it's a little surreal at first, but I, 
it's it actually gave me the opportunity to work from home now permanently <laughs> until further notice but um even before the pandemic um i was home i was able to spend more time with my kids um it's just can't can't compare can't compare so so how would you say uh things your job description or your job duties have changed from before this pandemic to now? Do you see a difference in? Um, the, the core of what we do is still there. We, we're still there as an emotional support for a lot of people. Um, again, like I said, for their caregivers, for their parents, you know. Um, so the core of that, like just being a support person is there and wanting to help. Um, but again, it's really more of, um, you know, just really trying to connect them to services that they just need, need help with. So, okay. And, uh, so, and, and then what about the other job that you have? So, uh, as a backup job, um, which right now has been a blessing for our family, um, I am an RN supervisor for um, an organization in New Jersey called New Jersey Institute for Disabilities. And they have residential and day programs for individuals within the state of New Jersey with, again, intellectual and developmental disabilities. And I oversee the group homes where they live um, to kind of, uh, you know, help the clients, but also to be support for the staff and provide trainings and um, just general oversight. I would imagine that the staffing at these group homes and day programs is pretty stressed right now. Um, it, it was, um, at first it was, um, and then it got a little better when they shifted some of the day program staff to the residential setting because they weren't working. Um, so it, it, it has improved a little bit, but, um, you know, it's still an, it's still a, a, an issue for the agency across the board. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. You, uh, I, and it looks like you, you, you know what, you you don't seem as stressed these days. It, it doesn't mean <laughs> you catch me. <laughs> well, and like I said, it's a totally different thing, and so to hear that, it's it's refreshing too. But you can't just have one job. No, no, no we have to no. have multiple jobs. Yeah. Keeping busy. Mm. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, we need more people like you out there doing what you do, and there are many of them, and we we really do appreciate that. Yeah, because uh, you guys, you are awesome, and so are so are everybody else that's out there on the front lines, uh, assisting. And it's. The stuff that, again, it's taken for granted. This is their job. This is what they do on a regular yeah. basis. So you're putting yourself at risk being out there uh, at the same time trying to just just do your right. job. Help people. Right. And to help people. It takes special people to be able to not only do what you do, but also go out there and put themselves yeah. in those positions. So yeah, I, mean, I look at some of my old colleagues and I, I really feel for them. I, I do feel like I'm in a little bubble and I do feel super safe and protected and when I do have to go out I take the, the necessary measures but even then we're at a reduced risk because there's not a lot of people coming and going we really try to limit that um, in the group home setting to reduce the risk for our clients so I feel safe compared to a lot of my friends that I kind of left behind in my old role you know so I know they're struggling so I don't I'm no hero I feel 
like a coward, if you will. <laughs> but that, again, you know what? It, it's humble. I mean, that 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 comes from the tree, the apple tree. There, it doesn't fall far. Uh, at the same time, but that's but that's what she signed up for. Yeah, so, right. and I think that's it's different. We look at it so differently than you, and that's and that's why you you're doing right. what it is that you do. So, well said. What you're doing is needed, and. Um, uh, it, it, not every job description is the same, but it doesn't mean it's less important. So uh, I, I, you don't need a, a talk from me. You know how I feel about what you do. Um, well, you so, know, you never know. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> right. anyway. When do the kids start running across the hallway and then they, they run downstairs and scream through the kitchen and then then I might need it another little bit. <laughs> so I was going to ask you, I, I know... Uh, a lot of times when people talk about working from home, people go, oh, you're so lucky you work from home. But uh, that's not necessarily easier than uh, working in an office. And especially now with the kids home all the time and yeah. Jimmy home all the time. Uh, yeah. that, adds a, that adds a whole new dimension to uh, the job. Yeah. You, you know, it is. <laughs> <laughs> I hear Jimmy has a has a beard these days. Yeah, I, he 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 trimmed it back a bit. Um, we I couldn't I couldn't do it anymore. <laughs> but um, it is a, it really is double edged sword. It it's like something that we kind of always dreamed about, like him being home more because you know just the nature of being involved in a family business. You know, but um, it's really, it's wonderful to have them home. And then sometimes I wish I can send them your way, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. uh, you, you heard that? Yeah, we hear him. Yeah, we hear uh, So who's the teacher? Who's who's doing the homeschooling? James. James. Wow. Yeah, it's all James. He's doing it all. Um, he's picking up with a lot, um, almost the bulk of all the kind of house stuff. Um, oh, here they come. <laughs> look, 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 say hi. Hey, buddy. Hey, Nikki. <laughs> oh, there he goes. And <laughs> hi, Lex. Hi, Lex. I miss you. I miss you too. So this is the flight. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Liz sent me uh, once a meme that um, you know, like talking to me sometimes is like talking with you know, someone with Tourette's because like, we're in the middle of a conversation and then you just start hearing yelling in the background. Like, <laughs> It still holds true, by the way. <laughs> if not enhanced. If not enhanced. <laughs> oh, well, hey. Uh, thank you, Naz. Thank you, Naz. Uh, go back to work. Go back to those kids. Uh, we hope that they're not totally driving you crazy. Thank you, guys. Did you tell her what her reward for being I, I, the I hero told her, of the day I is? I told her today. Is that, hard seltzer that I've been waiting for? <laughs> yes. I'll be driving it over later today or tomorrow. <laughs> Not like today. Today. That is your, your reward. Uh, I, I can have it while I make my meatloaf tonight because I was told to maybe have some little uh, favorite recipes. So the, the tonight is, is meatloaf. <gasps> Last night was... Um, pork chops with like uh, sauteed with garlic and lemon i thought it was restaurant restaurant quality so so what is what is jimmy's favorite meal 
chicken fried chase. Yeah, but not. Well, he's not getting that right now. <laughs> Eleven chicken. I'm sorry. And it's not a chicken roll from 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 here from the from the standpoint. It's the pinwheels. Oh, the pinwheels. He likes the pinwheels. It's like um anything Italian. So he's really like I make I make lemon piccata. He likes that. He likes um I make like a sausage with broccoli rabe and pasta. You know. Yeah. I just cooking. Anything with garlic and. Uh, Butter and wine, uh, you know. Put it in front of me. No. <laughs> All right. You're the best. Right. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Thank Mads. you. Thank you. Thank you. Love you. I love you too. Oh. Ladies and gentlemen, the hero of the day. Well, I was that was double for me because she truly, I mean, and she she took on an additional job at this time. So she's yeah. She's really pulling double time. And um, and I got to see her because I haven't seen her for a while. And I got a little peek at my grandchildren. So it was, it was a bonus day for me. Bonus. So now I'm like. Uh, and all of a sudden, oh, Nikki was shy. You change your emo now, I'm, now I'm emo because I am emotional now. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so go up. In go honor of your, your teenage granddaughter. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, hey! So oh, yes. it's it's Hammond, it's th so if you have a uh, a hero that you'd like yes. to nominate, be considered as one of our heroes of the day. Uh, there'll be a nomination form on our page. Shoot us over, send us a text, let us know who you'd like for us to recognize, and uh, you just never know what that that's going to turn into. And it doesn't have to be the run of the mill. Uh, it doesn't have to be a nurse or a doctor. There are so many people that are stepping up. During this time, I don't know if run of the mill was the best choice of words. No, I didn't That's mean like it. I didn't I mean, you know what I meant. It didn't need to be your <laughs> typical, you know, uh, like a nurse or a doctor. There were other people yes. that are doing jobs. You're right. That was I was just being, I'm just, I'm just busting um, your horns. That, um, you know, that are putting themselves in harm's way every day that, yeah. you know, we don't even think about it. Like I said, the bus drivers, train conductors, you know, they're dealing with people every day. Anyway. Uh, and several of our own staff members will be uh, yes. will certainly be recognized. Yes, absolutely. Uh, uh, Kevin just shared Angelica as another one, without a doubt. Uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, she works in one of the places that was really lit up. Like yeah, a, I hate to say like a Christmas tree. Yeah. Um. So yeah, with, thank you, uh, and thank you, Nazareth, really for all that you do. Uh, hey, if if, if if it's Thursday, and it wouldn't be Thursday without a special visit from our good friend, and and now your good friend, Pamela Sylvester. <laughs> Everybody's good friend. Hi, Pam. Hi, how are you? I'm good, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. Everything's happy, good. Happy Just Thursday. Bombarded, bombarded with emails all of a sudden, woo. Um, but everything's good, and uh, just uh, we just wrote a story about food pantries on Staten Island, and um, one of the things that people, and I had mentioned that, uh, um, Mount Loretto was closed there. It's at uh, St. Ed St. Edwards and uh, apparently it's open. So I'm just getting like tons of emails. Oh. So anyway, just fix that online. Everything is good. Okay. <laughs> well, that's a good thing. And, and you've been uh, uber busy this week pumping out yeah, stories. Yeah, there's a lot going on. Um, it's a lot. A lot. How are you guys doing? We're good. We're good. We're hanging. Uh, we're still here. We're, we're hanging. We're excited. The other day we got our first, we did a live taste test of uh, flagship's new hard seltzers, which was oh, exciting and fun. Delicious. Uh, Pete, it smells like food again inside because yeah. oh. Gennaro's reopened. So, you know, we have a little sense of, a little sense of normalcy here, uh, but we're, we're, you know, we're hanging on. We're certainly 
do what we can, as you know the deal. Um, so, hey, uh, I, I missed this morning. I missed your update this morning. I was out uh, and about. That's a story for later. Um, so what's going on in the world of food today? Okay. Well, uh, first of all, I want to say hello to Nazareth and you, Frank. I'm sorry. I don't think I said hello. And I uh, also want to say hello to Michelle and Anne. And hello. And that's very nice. I saw also uh, Dennis. Hello. And um, anyway, so basically, uh, there's a lot going on. A lot of restaurants are reopening. There's a lot of talk about, uh, you know, um, people opening no matter what in restaurants. They're going to open. And, you know, the the uh, sheriff's office has been visiting some restaurants that have been putting tables and chairs outside because right. El Fresco Dining is kind of the way to go forward in this. And, uh, and the restaurants are very adamant about it. They've had many meetings um, talking amongst themselves for the first time, you know, the restaurants are actually getting together and having conversations, which is good, good to see because we don't have a yeah. staff restaurant and tavern association. So, um, but they're, they're talking about it. So have they, uh, have they pretty much, cause I know you mentioned this morning that uh, there were hefty fines that they're looking to, Levy against some of these businesses. Are they just going to accept it, or I don't? I, you know, that's scary. The you know Angelina's uh, kitchen over at the Staten Island Mall has actually you know I just want to just backtrack just a bit. Yeah. March, everybody was in the dark. March sixteenth is when this whole thing started, where you couldn't have dining rooms anymore. Um, people were horrified, you know. So yeah. it took about a week for people to kind of like muddle through things. After about a week, then there was this sense of depression and, and darkness. You know, you're talking about stages of grief, essentially. Yeah. And, and then come April, people were accepting of it. Like, it was just, okay, this is the way I've got to operate. And now it's the warmer weather. It's Memorial Day weekend. And people are, like, buzzing. And they want to get out. And yep. they see what other states are doing. And yeah. you know, they, look at, they look at this as a, um, uh, you know, excuse my language, a, a you-know-what contest between the governor and the mayor. Yeah. And so, you know, as a result, you know, all these business owners are in the middle of it. Um, right. And, uh, you know, it's it's terrible. It really is a terrible situation. And and I, you can feel the frustration. People are really angry. Um, and and it, it's exhibited best, I think, like I, there was a meeting that went on um, yesterday with a bunch of restaurant owners and a couple of politicians. And while that meeting was going on, I wasn't invited to it. And, you know, they conducted their business and their conversation privately. And um, in the meantime, I was getting, uh, I got a couple of texts from restaurant owners. I got a call from uh, the nice guy, Sal, um, over at uh, Palermo Pizzeria in Richmond Valley, who was visited over the weekend by the sheriff's office um, for putting out chairs. He and his wife were sitting outside having lunch and they got busted basically for, you know, not busted, but they were told to pack it in, put the wow. back. Yeah. And they weren't given a fine or anything, it was sort of a warning, but it was jarring. And diagonally across the street is um, Cabo. Um, and they also had that situation. Cabo was different. They had they have an open air bar. They opened up all the windows. It was a really beautiful day. And people were coming to pick their take their pickup orders. And they had the masks on and everything else. But the, the Cabo, they were, um, excuse me, they were giving, um, <laughs> they were giving, uh, they were, you know, buying drinks for people, and people were buying drinks and sitting around bar stools. And as a convenience, the restaurant gave them a bar stool to sit on. You know, you know, spaced right. out. The marshal's office, uh, excuse me, the sheriff's office came in, and they told them to break it up. And then also, uh, Angelina's Kitchen had a visit yesterday uh, from four, four police officers who were just kind of doing their job. They were just saying, like, they gave a flyer out and said, um, kind of the, the penalties for drinking outside in the open air, which is what people are doing. Not not the Vincent from 
Angelina's is promoting it, but he put a DJ in effect. And um, it's, it's like a big party over at Angelina's because there's nothing in the parking lots by the mall. So they're all tailgating and, you know, he just provides the music. So it's like a big party and they're, you know, drinking outside and, you know, that's it. So. <sighs> yeah. So, and it's the open container law, right? So, I mean, yeah. people have been tailgating forever. No different than going to the baseball game and tailgating, which you're not supposed to. Right. So yeah. then where do you, where do you push the limit? And yeah. we, you and I talked a little bit about this the other day where I'm, I have no problem with restaurants being able, when they get to reopen, you want to give them opportunities to put outdoor seating right. and we talked about without that. permitting and for a period of time right. within limitations, right. go for it. Right. And I think there comes to the other, there comes this other factor where, and I love Vinny's ingenuity to go, Hey, let's give them some music at the right. same time. You know, you got to be careful of what we're doing here. Right. So open containers can't blatantly be beer and, uh, right. you know, red solo cups or, you know, the thermoses that we all use every day. I mean, there are ways that you, I hate to promote that, but there are yeah. certainly ways to do it and do it safely without causing a ruckus. Yeah. Um, but I know that one, the couple of photos that I did see outside of the kitchen, uh, it didn't look like they were causing any harm. They were just sitting there, right. professional tailgaters. Yeah. And, but, where, but where do you draw the line? And I understand that too, because uh, you can't do that everywhere. You know, you could you do know, it outside your house and nobody's going to break your chops. But Well, Staten Island, you know, we're, we're different. We're, we're uh, in my opinion, I'm a native. I could say this comfortably that, you know, we're the native New Yorkers. Um, we've been here. This is our home and um, we're going to do whatever we want on our property. I mean, that's kind of the mentality of, I think, people who live here. Right. And, and and we're not the rest of New York City. You know, we are the borough of parks and we're open and we're, you know, um, you know, there's a question of just how affected we were with the coronavirus, you know, as opposed to other boroughs. And so there's a whole lot of other discussions here that, you know, we're, we're big people and we can kind of take care of ourselves. I mean, that's kind of the sentiment like, OK, let's move on now because we're, we're losing tens of thousands of dollars, if not more, each week. Right. Um, you know, I mean, Frank, you brought up that you lost a half a million dollars or you'll expect to lose that by June. Yeah, I mean, it, yes. Uh, so forget about rev uh, revenues. We're just talking about the bills, you know, rent, yeah. utilities. And we're, do listen, uh, we're able to pay a lot of our bills, but I will tell you the rent's one of those things that most of us aren't able to pay because it's so high. Uh, and the, op listen, you're talking about a 40,000 square foot building. Uh, what do you think? Property property taxes are going to be due, due, due now. So there has been no revenue to, to, to cover those costs. So yeah, by the time we get to reopen, it's going to be close to if not above that number uh it, just in rent and taxes alone uh and so yeah many listen many landlords are working with their tenants and i don't know what that looks like just yet and i won't know until we're at the stage of being able to reopen but even reopening you know i say it again 40,000 square feet was never designed to be operated at 20,000 square feet right. at half capacity. It's just not designed in that nature, especially here in New York. I could argue in parts of the country. They, they, they could get away with Yeah, right. especially if you own own your property outright. Correct. You don't have a mortgage anymore. It's a totally different ballgame. Right. Even right. if you have a small mortgage here, if I had a mortgage, I, I have a Over landlord, so essentially I have a, a mortgage. Right. Uh, but if I had a mortgage, I, might be, I actually might be paying less to the bank than I would be yeah. than paying to my landlord. But at the same time, yeah, we all have these massive bills that we're going right. to rack up. And then that does not include waste. You know, you talk about the beer that we had to get rid of. You talk about the food. We had some food waste that we weren't able to use. Uh, lots of things. And now ordering supplies, 
with right. no money coming in. That, right, additional stuff that we wouldn't ordinarily have needed. Yeah, and we were, we were always stocked up. I mean, you could, we, I laugh all the time, our office supplies, like you could go in the office and it's staples. Right, you can shop there. <laughs> you really can. Same thing with cleaning. We're always ahead of that, but that's just what we've done. Right. And we've been able to do it. But now, hey, we really have to, I don't want to hoard product, but we're going to be mm -hmm. at a point where we're yeah. going to need because we can't get it. Right. So what yeah. does it look like uh, coming when we do get to open? You know, we're buying thermometers and masks and and gloves at, at much higher quantities. And so we're racking up more bills. Right. With very few dollars coming in. And I will tell you, even for other businesses, our account payables are going to be a, a, a problem. Um, not receiving money that's owed. Uh, those receivables yeah, coming and in. That, and that's the position that we're in. I mean, I have some, you know, I don't have a super big shop, but. You know, I did have some, I have some receivables out that I'm concerned that coming back, you know, are, you know, are they going to come back in a capacity where they're going to be able to pay me? Right. You know, so now not only am I, did I not get paid for the order? I had to put money out to pay for it. <laughs> so, you know, so yeah, it's, 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 it's a scary, it's just, and it, you know, no matter what like we have, Two different size businesses that we're concerned, but it's relatable. With, but it's the same. Yeah. We're looking at the same problems, yeah. and it's yeah, it's tough. And I and I don't think our our concerns are any different than other and, no. than many other businesses. So uh, Pam's column the other day was specific about restaurants, but this bowling center mirror our and the entertainment business mirrors each other in different ways. And yeah. I, I shared uh, with Pam, you know, we're very weather dependent. So is a restaurant. Yeah. When it's raining, it's great. People want to go out, get out of the house and do things. If it's cold, yeah. once it starts snowing, yeah, maybe not so much. You know, uh, right. summertime, the, the businesses outdoors are, are busy. We're right. not, not, you know, even, uh, and people are going away. We're going to, this next eight to 12, 24 oh, months gonna is going to be, be very yeah. different. Yeah. I do foresee a lot of staycations, people staying home, supporting mm -hmm. local restaurants. And she mentioned that this morning. She said, right? Uh, Pam mm -hmm. mentioned it. She said, maybe they'll stay here on uh, Forest Avenue. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think, I think I go back to 2008, 9, and 10, and we up to, even up to like dipping into 12, we saw a lot of people staying home. Yeah. So yeah. in that, and in her piece specifically, um, you know, food costs. Food costs are now rising. Yep. And I, listen, I'm not complaining because and I, I follow this up all the time. Hey, with every challenge comes an opportunity. So we get to find and we keep talking about, hey, there are new ways to operate yeah. in this new normal. Yeah. But when it comes to food, food costs, forget about waste. I can't, you know, if I'm, we're known for pizza and, and certain products, we can't mm -hmm. buy some of the flour the in bulk price. because right. we, we're not producing as much as we were. So right. I would mm -hmm. imagine really, and you share this in your column, other restaurants are, are feeling the same thing as they yeah. get closer to opening. I, I can't imagine it being much different. Are you hearing otherwise? No, it's just you're wasting pretty much what everybody's going through. And um, I, I admire people who were able to shift gears very quickly, um, you know, like, and had no, not that they didn't have any shame, but they, you know, were just like, okay, well, this is what we're doing. We're going to survive, you know, like Julian at, uh, you know, Blue. He started selling cold cuts and, you know, and I, forgive me for being a broken record here, but, you know, Danny Mills at Ready and Dean's started selling steaks that were not cooked. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yep. You know, Makamo did his, started selling cleaning products, which is kind of funny because he's, you know, a, a Michelin chef. <laughs> so, you know, it's pretty kind of funny, but... Yeah, but you listen, you, you, and, he, and he, when he was on the show with us, he talked about it, he goes, well, I have access to it. If I have access to it, I want to make sure others have it. And so, which, which is fantastic. 
And I mean, moving forward, we're going to see so many different things in the restaurant scene. Sadly, we know that there are some casualties already. Yeah. We've already started seeing that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Some not coming back. Uh, and, I, and I mentioned this, but Naz and I talked about this the other day. In some cases, and I, I hate to say it, but it could be also right-sizing the marketplace to some extent. We have a lot of Italian restaurants. We have a lot of pizzerias. Yeah. The bagel deli business has certainly right-sized in our market. Yeah. There was a time and within the last 10 years, we had a bagel oh, store on every, every corner. corner. Yeah. And we just couldn't sustain it anymore with the growth of bakeries and other things. Right. Now we've got banks on every corner. And can we truly sustain all these banks? Yeah. We've already start, started seeing them close. So right. this right. business landscape is going to change again. Yeah. Good and bad. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So the, no, the, the best that will survive and those that can afford to survive, but doesn't mean they have money rolling in the dough in the right. bank. Right. You know? Yeah. yeah. I, I definitely think the ones that can make it through this uh, are going to gain so much um, clarity in their business and really are going to have to really be sharp. And going forward, I think it's going to help them be better business owners, actually. Yeah. I mean, but you have to be able to sustain that. And you know, there were going to be many people, smart business people, just uh, got hit at the wrong time. And yeah. it's just at a, a weak time for them. You know, uh, oddly, I see new places that weren't even there before opening. Mm -hmm. Have you, you know, and, and I think to jump into the restaurant business at this time is uh, is quite a, is takes a pair of big ones. Yeah, I, I think that, you know, we're looking at also, we don't know who got you know, the PPP money, you know, you don't know what the terms are. So that might be forcing people's hands um, to do that sort of thing. But, you know, you have to use it within a certain amount of time. Right. Um, but I, I think, um, you know, no matter what, like Peter Botros has invested over $100,000 into Sally Southern on, you know, Forest Avenue and, and come hell or high water, he's obligated to that lease and he's going to open. So, you know, what I find interesting, guys, is that, um, I wrote about uh, this restaurant, Pasta Vino, opening uh, mm -hmm. the, their second location, which is called uh, uh, Tap Room. It's Navy Pier Tap Room. Right. And, um, you know, they uh, have a beautiful format. I mean, the food is absolutely beautiful looking. I can't wait to taste it. Um, they're doing like gourmet pub grub. And, and in this environment, you know, that food kind of translates okay to, you know, the public because it's reasonably right. priced. You know, it's sort of date night, you know, and get the cocktails and maybe drive down to the, the waterfront and sort of take a peek when you go pick up your stuff. So, I mean, there's a little bit, I mean, that that's sort of attractive. But I thought people are going to read this like crazy. The story is going to go viral. Oh, my gosh, a restaurant opens up in the pandemic. So, anyway, I put the story up and it's like, pff, nobody seemed to care. I put another story about ShopRite's going to the 24-hour format again. Boom. You know, it's like everybody wants it. <laughs> I don't know. It's so funny. It's so Staten Island, right? You know, like. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, the shop might open 24 hours, you know. So. <laughs> and, and I even, it was funny when you brought that up on the show. I, I I feel like I live in a bubble, but I never really knew that they were open 24 hours. Yeah. I knew they were open late, but never right. put that in perspective. And then that same day, we're having a conversation with one of our guys, and he's like, Yeah, that's when yeah, I go shopping. That's when I, right, right. And I'm like, well, I bet you that if I was up late, it's probably yeah. the best time to go. Yeah. I mean, you're not getting your meats and certain products late at night, uh, early morning when they're stocking, but still, I mean, it depends on what you go there for. Right. Uh, yeah. Hey, and then uh, you mentioned Peter, Peter and Phil are opening up a pizza place in, in, mm -hmm. in, in place of where, where Kim's was. So mm -hmm. rustic pizza, uh, I believe they're calling it. Uh, so mm -hmm. yeah, another spot popping up within a short period of time. I'm assuming they're going to try to get that open as fast as possible. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then there's another really nice restaurant opening up called Bocce, which is in Doggan Hills. And it's owned by a, a really famous restaurant owner who is from Staten Island. Um, did, you, did you guys see that? On Richmond Road, right? Yeah. I, fi- I figured you passed it. Where Mario's was? Where Mario's was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so I heard that they're put, the, the concept also includes a, a deck. Uh, with, see, instead of where, where the catering hall pe- they had up there, they were going to use it as an outdoor deck. Is that still a, what he's looking to do? They're from Brooklyn? Is that what you said? He's from Staten Island, um, oh. actually. But he's got an interesting story. Uh, Alessandro, his name is, and uh, I'm going to butcher his last name, so I'll just call him Alessandro. And uh, he uh, is a really famous restaurateur. He grew up in the restaurant business from Patricia's um, in uh, the Bronx in Morris Park. And the Patricia's on Staten Island uh, they're related, they're cousins. Um, and so, but the, the concepts that aren't- family, Wait, I'm sorry, one second. That family's huge, by the way. They're, everybody's okay. a cousin. In some way, <laughs> shape or form, there's, there, there are cousins between the Brooklyn location, Staten Island location, okay, and the right. cousins that opened up Patricia's in, in Red Bank. And then right, and they're, they're all cousins. So it's just funny, that, I'm sorry. <laughs> they're all cousins, big family. They're all cousins, yeah. But like, even on Staten Island, you don't have to be related to somebody to call each other cousin, so. Yeah, you know. so anyways, so you were uh, saying. So, so anyway, but we, uh, they, oh, they, the guy had a four-star New York, uh, a four-star restaurant in Manhattan. It was New York Times rated and uh, it was a Japanese restaurant. And anyway, but I don't know what the format is. I have no idea. And they were very mum about it when I had bumped into him while, it, while he was doing the construction. I was actually there to go look at the restaurant next door, which was the hibachi place that was taken right, from yeah. hibachi, Right. Ugh, that took a year and a half to open. And now they got plunged into this pandemic. Like, they opened in January. It's called Sakawa, I think it's called. It's called. Yeah. And um, the people moved. They trans. Uh, they. Um, it's happening a lot with the Chinese American community. They moved up to Staten Island from Maryland because they thought it was New York City. They came here. They established. I think it's the second owner of the place. It was a bank. It's. Right. It was like unprecedented right. that a bank would turn into a restaurant. I'm like, wow, that's just the craziest thing. Do you know how much construction you have to do? Yeah. To- put in the ventilation system for a hibachi place. It was incredible. They must've invested their whole life savings into it. And then, you know, and then this happened. So. Yeah. My, uh, my sister-in-law and brother happened to go there. They, they actually enjoyed it. They said it was, uh, you know, the mark is always Arirang and it's been here for such a long time that everybody goes, Oh, hibachi. Right. And you automatically assume Arirang because it was one of the only ones. And now mm-hmm. we have several options here in Duncan Hills. We now have two options, two, right. one yeah. on Highland Boulevard here. And then which is a few hibachi tables. Uh, which round pie is opening up where the fo- where the phone store was? So right. talk about another restaurant going into a non-restaurant space. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. three up, but still hoods the whole exhaust, to, uh, and then uh, up the block, and then Mizu has as their location. So uh, we've got other hibachi options, which is great too. Which adds to more sushi options. Uh, mm-hmm. But they they said they enjoyed it. They said it was good. I haven't been there yet. Um, I'm looking forward to oh, yeah. when they get to reopen. And you know, this the sad part, Mario had a had a and I love him. He's a great guy and a great personality, great chef, uh, but just couldn't just couldn't couldn't truck it. And so now mm-hmm. he's working in the restaurant they've got in the, in Manhattan, uh doing his thing. But it's a shame because it was a nice it could have been. We always Pam, I'm sure you've heard this. <laughs> we don't have a cafe pasta. Yeah. Right, cafe pasta was casual. That, that don't care what you look like. Always got a great meal, and that kind of could have been the ne- that casual dining. But then it looked like he wanted both. Yeah, which is yeah. I think and the it's, downfall. It's hard to, yeah, it's hard to balance that. Interesting. Um, somebody on the scroll here 
Ken Soto says, don't forget Mizu and Tottenville. Yeah, they have yeah, that's um, a regular spot. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, um, but yeah, Mizu just reopened uh, about two weeks ago. And um, but there's and W's Bar and Grill, not me, it's not uh, Japanese food, but they're over there. They're doing the Habat, um, excuse me, they're doing like their pub grub and everything. A lot of the places did manage to stay open in this whole thing, which I just admire so much. I can't even imagine owning a restaurant at this time. I, I really can't. So, um, but in any case, um, I just also want to mention the uh, issue of uh, food pantries real quick. Uh, apparently, a lot of people, you know, who are unemployed or newly unemployed or furloughed. I mean, we're going on, I have to go on furlough uh, in another couple of weeks um, at the advance. Everybody's got to take their turn. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it's hard. You know, we're all feeling it. And there's a huge reduction in people's incomes. And, and I just don't know how this, I don't think it bodes very well in about three or four months, you know, when, when people don't have money. And I think it's going to just get a little bit worse, um, not necessarily for the restaurants opening, uh, because, you know, just sort of in the long term, you know, when we're getting down to Christmas time and we're getting yeah. into catering seasons that are just not going to happen because people are looking to save money. And I think it's just all going to kind of crash maybe around September, October. So, you know. It's, it's not good. Yeah, yeah. It'll get worse before it gets better, right? That's your, yeah. that what you're saying. It's no different than the physical with COVID, right? Where we talked about the peak and then getting better, and so as far as money and the economy, yeah, and it's so many more people are still going to be on unemployment. Uh, whether you are opening for limited hours, you're uh, you're you're at half capacity. You don't yeah. need your staff, and you know those are the things that we're going to have to be looking at soon because uh, we don't we. We don't know what phase four looks like, right? right? So we're in phase four today. Doesn't mean the governor turns around and says, hey, you could open in phase two and three. Right. I don't think that's the case, right. but he could. And at the same point, what does that look like? How do we get there? And maybe by phase four, we keep saying it'll look different. Right. Uh, and then how far does that look different? How long is that? And so right. it's, it is the unknown, uh, but yeah, more people can continue to be out of work. Yeah. Uh, more people will get back to work. Uh, but still be out of work for a yeah. period of time. Yeah. Uh, you know, businesses, all these businesses that are not, uh, especially the restaurant business who, uh, you know, there were so many, uh, some of them had so much people, staffing people that are not going to be going back to work that it's scary times. Yeah. And then the money is tempting because, you know, they people are making $600 over their regular distribution. Right. Correct, and that's uh, that ends in July, right? Yeah, but it's it's easy to get used to that. So hopefully there, yeah. I, and and the intention of giving that is to, to spend it. So you know, you know, people aren't going to save it, you know, and we're going to get to that point in July, and we're not going to have that extra six hundred dollars. That's yeah. the other issue. So. Right, and so there's the bill on the table that that was passed. It has to go to the Senate, and I don't we don't believe it'll pass, but they'll they'll change it, and, and because they want they need to add more money in, in, in stimulus, so to speak. Right, uh, but. To extend that $600 to January seems absolutely crazy because we're going to be up and running. And so right. are people really risking, willing to risk their jobs for some extra money for a yeah. period of time? And, and that's already happened. Short some term, people, short, right. Short term. Uh, yeah. Some people have already been given their opportunity to go and work and, and they've said, no, I'm making more money at home. So it's, yeah. it's going to be a challenge. And I, and I, I understand why we would do those things to an extent, uh, but we can't. We can't continue to live like this. We need to get Hello. a businesses back up and rolling. Uh, oh, so, 
uh, on the restaurant scene, uh, we, you've got opening and closings. Uh, the, the markets, uh, I, I, they seem to be consistent. ShopRite's now open more hours. I, I, I'm noticing more delivery times. Anything else on the market scene that, that uh, we, people should be concerned about? Um, well, you know, you've got to keep your fingers crossed that home delivery and the curbside pickup stay. Um, it's got to stay because, you know, honestly, I, I'm not comfortable really going, doing full-blown supermarket shopping anymore. I don't want to spend an hour or two in, online. And, and I, I live near Key Food in, in West Brighton. And, uh, you know, I know everybody's an essential worker and everything, but the store is like, it's really hard to navigate in there. I mean, it's a mess. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, the shelves are still empty. So, you know, you're still seeing um, issues of restocking uh, being a problem that the toilet paper shortage, uh, you know, it's not a shortage, it's just that people are still hoarding. Um, and then also paper towels and paper products, cleaning supplies, you cannot get Clorox swaps, Clorox wipes anywhere. No. And, um, but anyway, but smaller markets like Buyer's Market, like uh, Market Fresh and Rosebank, uh, you know, Family Fruit and Rossville, uh, fam Family start Fruit started a delivery about two and a half weeks ago. And hopefully it stays. I mean, people on the South Shore, there's a lot of elderly on the South Shore. That, you know, they don't have services like there are in the North Shore. So right. having the convenience of a market bringing you food, uh, you know, for free with no delivery charge or actually they do do a delivery charge and there's a $50 minimum order. But the point is, is that, you know, your pork stores, like, you know, Montalbano's has been amazing putting together yep. meat packages and, you know, the delivery is phenomenal. You can't get the, I don't ever remember having delivery service on Staten Island. When I was in, when I went to college in Pennsylvania, everything was like, wow, a new world, you know, you get <laughs> not on Staten Island and we're in New York city, but we're the kind of people that go to market, like, we go to markets. We, we we like to go shopping. We like to see the food, and and I think that's a European thing, or maybe something from Brooklyn that we brought over here, where you go shop 86th Street or Avenue U. You know, that's what we do. So, but I don't think that I don't. I hope it doesn't go away. You know. Yeah, and uh, we've been we've been taking advantage of Shoprite at home for a long time, and it really just started with the with just getting the heavy stuff delivered to the house. You yeah. know, the leeches and and the. Uh, detergents and stuff. And I mean, it, it makes it so much easier. easier yeah. And now this is, I've talked about it a lot. We, we're taking advantage of it more and more. Yeah. There's no reason for me to go to that store and spend. So of course they want you in the store because right. they want you to be tempted by all the other stuff. And I'm one of those buyers. If I see it, oh, I got to try it. Uh, but I will say I've been very curbed uh, with just, you know, this is what I need. This yeah. is what I get. And I, I'll try, I'll look and add stuff, but online. But it's, a, it's a different experience. Yeah, it's total. And there's, it's not as tempting because you can't walk through the aisles right. of Costco and see something new. When you right. go on the grocery side, you don't see all of that. So I try digging and looking, but it's, it's just not the same. Uh, so therefore they're losing the, the revenue on the impulse buys right. uh, at the same time making a few bucks on the delivery. I mean, to pay the $9.99 is not that big it's of a deal. Big of a deal. Uh, it, it's for that to pay for a little bit for the convenience. I enjoy it. Uh, do I like going to the store? Sure. But I mean, this is to your point, Pam, I, I, I do hope it's here to stay. Uh, and for those that need that really do need it, that can't get up and go out and try right. other things. And the beauty of this whole, the, what's happening in the business community during this pandemic they're trying different things. Right. And for us to be able to get delivered dinner from Venom when we did, we would we're out, we're so far out of the delivery zone. Yeah. That yes. was such a treat. And so can things like that continue right. after this? And I hope they do. It's 
and it's got to be still be profitable for the business right, owner. Right. They can't lose money doing it, but can they do it and uh, make it make it make it worthwhile? Yeah. Exactly. Um, well, we'll see. I mean, there's there's there are a lot of things to uh, to to try out. So uh, the tap room, I just thought of this. Did they? So the initial thought was downstairs. Stairs was going to be the tap room the upstairs. Yeah. The, the, the the steakhouse is that? Are they still forging forward with that concept? Yeah. And then just opening downstairs at this time, or did they? Because that's the grub that they can deliver. Right. Exactly. So that's the easier lift, I guess, initially. And um, but interestingly, the way that they set it up was really well done. I mean, like very efficient. They have the chef, chef uh, Josh Lorano, very talented guy. Has a Michelin star from another restaurant. He's the chef at Pastavino across the way at Irby, and it's going to be, you know, he's and also uh, the um, manager there, um, John Gorga, is also going to be managing. So like the same team is, you know, the, the business isn't what it used to be, but they were able to split themselves up and, and do the programs on each restaurant, like the distinct programs, and keep up with it. Amazing. Yeah, that's great. I, I'm looking forward to, to yeah, trying yeah, that. Yeah, Surf out. was on a was on uh, our rotation steadily before they closed. I mean, we used to love to go there, you know, have a burger and hang out at the bar and watch baseball. But, the view. Uh, the view. The view. The view. It really is nice. Hey, uh, Pam, uh, well, we're going to do this again next Thursday because it's, you know, we're still sitting here in quarantine. Um, and uh, you never know who's going to pop on. Yeah. Uh, but thank you so much, Pam, for, for joining you. us today. It's always a pleasure to have you and talk food and, and the scene. It's nice to see today. We just wanted to give everybody an update. Uh, hey, there's there's light at the end of the tunnel and yeah. uh, a lot more restaurants are open and uh, we're getting there slowly but surely. It's just not going to be the same but for a while, but we'll get there. We'll get there. We will. Uh, you've got, I'm sure you've got stories you're writing. Uh, of the stories that you've written in the last 60 days, is there one that stands out to you that um, of a story that you felt like you just had to tell uh, or, or, that just yet you've gotten to tell so far? Um, I think that the Chinese food, the Chinese restaurants closing uh, are all around the same time around March 16th, March 17th. I think that that was an incredible phenomenon because we were fearful of eating Chinese food and we kind of, you know, didn't go there and, and they, they realized what was going on. And, and uh, it was just like to pick, I'm like, I'm not in that, you know, I'm not leaving the house on March 17th, March 18th. So I don't know what's going on and right. I'm not seeing that they're shut down. So it was a matter of readers calling in and saying, Hey, my 10 favorite Chinese places I order from. Um, and these are the names of the places. They're not open anymore. I'm like 10, you order from 10 places anyway, but yes, like, <laughs> you know, people at a clip were realizing you know, so that was that was interesting. That's a good that's a good question. And was that the mo and what's been the most read? Because the funny part is you, yeah. you you talk about you wrote the story right, that the we thing, talked about the other day that's important, and mm -hmm. then it and not that the other story is not, but it's just interesting what people gravitate right. to. Right. What has been the most read of of the stories you've got to tell? I think it had to do with catering deposits. People, because uh, I asked in the headline, what uh, parties canceled? What happens to my deposit? And I think that people Googled that very question. Yeah. I have letters from people all around the country to this day. Every day I get a letter from somebody, somebody, Florida, Arizona, um, people with proms um, who had the proms canceled and the policies generally is that there was no refunds in these catering halls. 
so they're out the money and they don't know what to do and um you know thousands of dollars and then the people on staten island i mean what do you do if you give one person the money back you gotta give it all back and you know use and some of it's on credit cards so you know that they call the credit card company and the credit card company's been impounding it from people's uh, bank accounts it's just a, a real mess yeah, and, and they're hoping on rescheduling. And no different for our party business. And you know, right. we we've done both. We've held deposits mm-hmm. because people yeah. said we're going to reschedule. And then we've you know we've had we've, re- we've yes. refunded right, right. deposits. Yeah. I have a hard time of not giving back people back their money. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, at some point, is there isn't the money's not there, right? So uh, you have to take that in consideration during the time. Hey, uh, they're trying to just stay afloat. So we you know we bank on those deposits to help run our businesses before your event. It's not like we keep it uh, in escrow. Uh, It's part of the everyday business. So, and I get that. And and some of the larger catering halls do do that. They do hold money in escrow, Uh, but I mean, you have to be a large business to be able to do that. Uh, so yeah, that's interesting. Uh, so now we, you just should just start a column, Pam on your side, like like channel seven does. (laughs) That's very funny. (laughs) Well, hey, in another lifetime, there yeah, you go. In, yeah. in, your ne- in your next, maybe maybe uh, during furlough time, you get some yeah. extra time. Which you won't have extra time, which we know. That's a great uh, idea. I can't wait. I can't wait. I'm looking forward to a week off. I have been nonstop since March 7th. Yeah. No, yeah. maybe a little earlier, but I have like not taken a day off. I'm but you're going to be off on Sunday, right? You're taking Sunday? Well, I'm still doing the broadcast at 9 a.m. Right. But I'm not writing a column on Sunday because we don't print on Monday. So that's the point, you know? Yeah. Oh. Um, We'll get to enjoy some time with, with, yeah. with, with the boys and Dave. Yeah. And, I will. So happy you, Memorial Day. Yeah, same yeah, to you. Too. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Enjoy Pam. your hot dog. Oh, I love hot dogs. Just <laughs> one. Just twice a year. Just that's it. Memorial Day is my day. Okay. Good deal. We'll talk Bye-bye. to you later. Thanks, Pam. Bye-bye. Thank you. Hot dog. You know, as you mentioned hot dog, this will be the first hot dog I've had in a while. I haven't, I just haven't, we, we've been burgers. We've yeah. been grilling burgers. And that package of hot dogs looks at me every time. This week I am having a hot dog. Well, this What's is your go-to hot dog. Hebrew National. Did we talk about? Did we talk about this here? No. no. We didn't. Oh, so <laughs> it wasn't here uh, last week. Every Wednesday night, friends of ours in, in the bowling industry get on right. a happy hour. I missed last night's happy hour. Sorry, friends. Um, I was just toast yesterday. Um, Reggie Frederick, who's in uh, Tacoma, Washington, had made a trip here at one point, and they were. Uh, was Joey Lespina and a couple of them, they went out for, and wanted a hot dog. Well, he he, he had a sabrette. I don't even know what, Re- Reggie didn't call it a sabrette. It's a sabrette or right. he called it something. <laughs> and I was like, oh. And he, he wasn't impressed. And I will say, and not that sabrettes, I mean, sabrettes a New York hot dog. Hot dog. You yep. see it a lot. And I always laugh just because they, the cart has the name and the flag doesn't, doesn't mean, mean that, that they that's act, what's in there. What's in there. And he goes, well, what do you mean? I said, you probably didn't have a sabrette. You probably had a cheap, hot dog because they get that stuff for free. No different than us getting stuff from Pepsi and you know, it's just what they have. He goes, Oh, well that's disappointing. I said, some of them legitimately have, they always have the packages, but I, I, then this went into the whole hot dog discussion of, I like a Nathan's hot dog, but from there, with uh, the, right with from Nathan's, Nathan's French fries. With the French fries, correct. Uh, but if I'm making them at home, I'm a we're a Nathan, we're a Hebrew we're national. national. Yes, I like. It. Um, and then if we're at the golf outing, uh, once a year, I have a spicy hot dog that Marco. I think those are. I think those are sabrettes. Uh, I forget the brand on those. Yeah, I don't, and I don't they're, like the spicy. Those are delicious. Uh, I guess Kevin likes those too. But that's the only time 
I have those. And I probably have more than one because I have one at like 8 a.m. <laughs> right. with the Bloody Mary right. that we're drinking. And then uh, by the time we come around the turn and we have another one, we need it. Right. Need it's the middle of the day for us at that point, the, that, the golf outing. The golf outing thing is so is so funny because there's no such thing as breakfast food. Like, I mean, we have bagels and stuff, but people, they get we to the We never seem to make it to breakfast. No. I, so but, by the time we eat, we're having a, a – a hot dog. A uh, hot dog. It's 7, 8 a.m. Or an uncrustable. Yeah. But it's at 7, 8 a.m. Like, there's no such yes, thing of yeah. having a hot dog for lunch. It's just, right. and the guys coming around the turn, guys and gals coming around the turn, it's their turn to get it. Yeah. But then they always come back. Right. I have to say, that's probably the, at the outing, that is one of the best spots to just sit because how people congregate. Yeah. At yeah. The, and at, at Lotteret, when you come from both sides, you know, you get that double. You get that crossover. Yeah. yeah. You get a hot dog, you get a shot. <laughs> Jimmy and Rami are somehow always there with the fireball. <laughs> uh, Joey G mentions that, uh, that Pam is certainly uh, one of the best get, best guests that we've had. She and she's great. been great. Uh, yeah. We invited her week one just to come on and talk about food. And yeah. uh, what it turned into is a, a weekly weekly visit from Pam and her friends. Today, uh, we took a break from inviting the others because we just wanted to talk the business of food. Uh, so next week, you never know what's going to happen. Uh, we'll have some other friends. We talked, uh, Danny Mills' name came up yesterday. So yeah, so maybe we'll grab Danny. We're going to have Danny come in and talk about what they've been doing. I mean, just to sell, to, to order a steak takeout is difficult, but to get I'm telling raw you, we meat, had, we had, I think um, it's great. We had a delivery of, uh, a, a, towards the beginning, we had uh, ordered a steak dinner delivered, and it was great. And we're talking ruddy and beans. Uh, yes. that's, uh, Packaged beautifully. Uh, food was hot. And it was great. It was great. But like, you know, he's being really, and even Julian from Blue yep. and Beso and uh, Bayou, you know, he they're selling um, cold cuts. That, you know, they're yep. doing specials. So they're doing trays of food. So, you know, like I said, the people the people that are, are really thinking on their feet and being innovative with their ideas are, uh, you know, but he's always been that way too. That's nothing new for him. And both I, of them have really yeah. kind of fought the good fight in the restaurant business, honestly. All right. So wait, uh, Anne. Anne likes the Nathan's hot dog with mustard, melted cheese, and sauer sauerkraut. I'm assuming so that's, that's the shortened versions says. of sauerkraut. Is it? Yeah, I'm not a big sauerkraut guy. But if I'm going to Nathan's, yeah, I'm having the hot dog. I yeah. love cheese and I like everything on my hot dog. Yeah, I don't, not me. I like hot dog with uh, mustard and sauerkraut. Depends on the day. Like I can do the plain hot dog, just mustard, or and I. But I could load it up. Like if I'm making it's it's, it's yeah, ketchup, I like all the other stuff on spicy it. mustard, relish, really and onions. And mustard? Oh yeah, oh yeah, and cheese. Oh, yeah, of course. Like I have never had cheese on a hot dog. Oh. Naz, you don't know what you miss. My father used to grill them. the hot dogs, cut them in the mid, down the middle, the middle, and then and then put cheese in them. And and like you can't, I'm I, Velveeta slices are Velveeta slices. I right. mean that's like oil and right. whatever. It's I mean they're delicious, but yeah. when you get fresh like sliced American Real cheese, cheese, yeah, right. Uh, she can't spell sauerkraut. <laughs> they, she can't spell sauerkraut. I think you got it. I don't know if that's right. Mustard and onions for Kevin. Yeah. 
Uh, yes. Yeah, that's how Ray the likes onions, and I love to make them, and then I keep them, I jar them, yeah, and have them. I have to do that soon. Uh, Hillary's, <laughs> let me tell you, I'm, I'm attempting a barbecue pie and a buffalo pie tonight for dinner. Uh, she'll report back for discussion tomorrow. All right, yeah. so you don't have to trade Robin, because uh, if we went back and we talked about the buffalo pizza <laughs> yeah, thing, right. you don't have to trade him in if you guys can uh, come to some come to uh, conclusion. And if you're ordering that uh, buffalo pie and you want uh, blue cheese, uh, Marco they said that he'd make be that happy to do you. that. And I just found there's wicked the relish. Like, I mean, there's always the gherkins, like the, the traditional uh, Galden's. Right. The, the wicked peats, wicked something. I'm telling you, like the freshest. Really? Yes. If awesome. I liked relish, I would try it. But awesome. I don't like that either. It's got a little spice to it, too. I like pickles. I don't like relish. relish is just cut up pickles. Well, pickles should be eaten as a pickle. So you like nest. Pickles on your burgers. <laughs> I love pickles. Deep but fried it's, pickles, but it's, it's dill, a, it's garlic, a, you any can kind tell of pickle. It's a pickle. It's a it's a round. It looks like a pickle. I even like the fake ones, like the the really thin, like very like tart. Oh, oh they're any pickle. You know the only ones I don't again. I'm sorry. You know who sells uh pickles? Um, uh, Summit the, the in Summit the uh, meat house. The she's deli pickles. A, yeah, now, those are my favorite. She's got the nice ones. The deli, which they're hard to come by now. Those regular deli pickles that come in the jar that be like, I yeah, love old-fashioned. However, in the last several years, a couple of them are buying those pre-packaged pickles. Oh, yeah, like the, they're the disgusting. <laughs> like we, we, we. I wanted deli pickles for a barbecue. I think it was Fourth of July or something, and uh, we had placed an order from one of our places, and uh, they sent these, and I'm like. That's not what I wanted. Like, right, but I'll try it. Uh, not the same. They were gross. Like, no matter what I did with them, that you couldn't fix them to be like you couldn't even wash them. However, they were marinated. They were disgusting. But they were pre-packaged and right. Like for a deli, I mean, that's easy to grab and go. Versus, I'm sure the waste in yeah, no, whatever preservative something. And Costco, we just I bought a thing of pickles. This big plastic tub. Oh, that's how that's they how, are really good. That's how uh, she sells them. Yeah, they these are sliced. Uh, oh, these are they, they're sliced. basically deli pickles sliced. They're dill. They're awesome. Awesome. But pickles. I love pickles. Love pickles. Oh. But, you know, that's here's a here's a funny question. We can go on for days, but I, I want you to think about this. What makes <laughs> I sound like my brother? because This is my brother. This is Tommy speaking. Oh, what makes a pickle a pickle? Before you answer, just think uh -huh. about this. A pickle is a pickled cucumber. Yes. We don't call it a pickled cucumber. Uh, here we go. I've heard we this conversation it already. A pickle. Right. So now so when you have pickled come, vegetables and right. pickled carrots and how come it's called a pickled carrot? We don't carrot? call it right. Right. I, I don't I, I why I, is it? I don't know. What, how come it's not called a pickled cucumber? I don't know. What makes a pickle a pickle? Now I I have to laugh. A, a, a couple of years ago, we're at a restaurant and we do this wine and cheese thing, and they come out. One of the appetizers was a plate of pickles. So, and it just said pickle plate. We assumed that it was going to be. Was it zest? No, no. Oh, they had no. They they had the radishes and the yeah. They no, no, it wasn't bucket. zest. But I loved that they had a pickle plate also. Yeah. But it, you know what? It wasn't zest, but they did the same thing. But so the first time, and it, there were no there was like one cucumber on there, and it was all pickle which pickle. I love. I love that stuff. But it was just funny. I'm like, wait a second, here's a pickle plate. Right. They are referring to everything as pickle, pickle, but we typically wouldn't do that. Right. Uh, anyway, 
you know, Memorial Day is Monday. So for those that have a, that you get to fly a flag, fly yes. a flag. Uh, and, I, you know, another thing you take for granted, Memorial Day is, is, is a symbol to honor and, and remember. And uh, these people are, these folks that go out and do that job, um, it takes special people to go into it. And so to take a moment and, and remember and, and yeah. uh, reflect, I think is so important and no different than celebrating your veterans at Veterans Day. Uh, it's certainly a solemn day. And it remind you know, another reminder, even when I see, I see a vet in their hat, I always say, thank you for your service. Yeah. Um, oh, it's like, no, Kevin. Brother, yeah. yeah. Why do you drive on a parkway and park on a driveway? <laughs> so anyway, so yeah. So yes, remember and reflect, uh, of course, on, on Monday. And then while we take this weekend to celebrate, uh, don't we should, forget the meaning behind the, the holiday. Meaning. Uh, why do we drive on a parkway and park in a driveway? Yeah, see, see the same thing. I, I don't know. I, I'm sure if you Googled this, somebody's got some ridiculous answer to these questions. And I'm glad we make you hungry. That's what we. That's our job. <laughs> uh, and and yeah. Gennaro's delivers. Gennaro's is delivering, and so they're going to order. I want to hear about this buffalo and, and barbecue pizza and blue cheese on that buffalo pizza. Um, pickles and peanut butter. Is a thing. I will. I will tell you. We're going way back now. When I was pregnant, I would eat a sandwich that had pickles and peanut butter and cheese. Which kid was that? That was with Nazareth. Was there mayo on there too? No, there was no mayo. It was pickles and peanut butter and cheese, and I don't know why, but that just tasted. Well, look, first of all, it was full of salt, right? Between the cheese and the peanut butter and the pickles. So, uh, you know, and a little bit of sweetness with the peanut butter. So it was a salt, salt and sweet uh, taste. Oh, uh, Dennis, I don't necessarily know if that's true. They've been making deliveries all over Staten Island. Now, if Marco told you that, I'm sorry, but maybe maybe you are a little too far. Uh, but they've been delivering all over the place. So yeah. you know, call Marco and, and see uh, see what he's got. If you could tag on another delivery, you'd love to. Yeah, I know people that eat peanut butter and pickle sandwiches. I haven't yeah. tried it yet. I mean, I love peanut butter, and I eat peanut butter bananas every day. Um, I, oh, and yeah. Peanut butter yes. and apples and carrots well, I do, and stuff I, like that. Right, I do the peanut butter and bananas all the time. Pickles. Yeah, the cheese part is true. Was, I'll try it. I'll try anything. But, uh, I don't know. I don't think so. Um, hey, so as the meme of the day. Deficiency. Might yeah, be. I can't. I can't. I can't wait to see. Today's meme of the day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cut down. You cut down. You used to eat three slices of pizza. I mean, you used to eat six. Now I eat three. Yeah. So I, I, I only eat half. I'm on a diet. On a diet. Which I can't see. Uh, perfect. Uh, it's a perfect uh, segue. Hey, uh, you know, we're talking about pizza. That's why I had perfect opportunity to share that. Yeah. Two, uh, we've been sharing old photos. So the old photo of the day, uh, 25th anniversary was this year, cut short. I mean, we're going to continue to celebrate. So we've been celebrating here by sharing some old photos. Naz, I got this gem. This is a Staten Island Advance uh, gem. Oh, that I is did not pre-approve this. Gem. Thank you. So it's not that bad. It's not a bad much. But this is a uh, Nazareth and my dad and and Enos. Enos, I, we just talked about her a couple of weeks ago, right? Yeah. 
Oh, well, more than a couple of weeks ago. And Ines would raise money for uh, she gave MS? Me, she gave me that book that I keep my Junior League uh, uh, money uh, book. book in. That I keep my track of my Junior League funds in. Yeah, and it's still and going it's strong. And it's Met book that she gave, Met thing, and she probably gave it to me. Oh, it's a long time ago. I know, I know. So she used to raise money for the for the MS walk. Uh, come and, she and she'd ask everybody lady. for a dollar or more, and we hang up those sneakers. She really was, and she's missed. Yeah. Uh, but she had season; they had season tickets in their family, and so that's yes. why she would bring us the gifts yes, all the time. Yes. But the book is, and there's a couple of other things that are in the office. Yeah, sure, yeah. She's given us over time. She was a sweet little uh, lady. Uh, yes, Jacqueline, I did see your text. I will, uh, I will respond after uh, we are here uh, live. Uh, I didn't read what you wrote, but I saw your name pop up. Uh, so hello, y'all. Uh, Hillary, butter and cream cheese. Yeah, oh yeah, I love that. I mean, psh, cream cheese mm -hmm. and anything. Oh yeah, cream cheese cream and peanut butter. Cream cheese and butter. Yeah, absolutely. No, I've never, I've never tried that. I, I, I do I live in a food bubble? I don't know. I'm starting to feel well, like it. toasted butter melts in. Yeah, and then I try not to eat this stuff on a regular basis because I'd be much larger <laughs> than I am. <laughs> I mean, even when I order, I talked about when I ordered French fries and chicken fingers the one day, Tina yelled at me and she said, you don't eat that. I said, well, on occasion, I'll eat it. Yeah. I ordered a peanut butter and cream cheese on a bagel a couple weeks ago, and she looked at me and she goes, you don't eat this on a regular basis. I said, I know, but I want it. Anyway, you were there right, yeah. when I ordered it. And I'm like, just, I want it. And right. add jelly to that, too. Oh. She didn't know what to do. She didn't know, like, if she should close it. You don't close it. I want it all together. Smush it together. Cream cheese. Uh, oh, cream cheese, peanut butter. Yeah. Cream cheese is a delicious food. And even sour cream. I used to not like, like sour cream. I oh, I like sour, sour cream, cream too. I could eat it with a spoon. And then the crazy part, when you make dips, like it's so weird that mayo and sour cream actually become a thing when you make uh, like whatever certain dips and uh, it's delicious. I mean, not just like that. You got to add everything else. To right. It. right. I was going to say, really? You make a dip out of sour cream and mayo? That's a base for a lot of, a lot of the oh, like well, onions. Oh, you're adding all the yeah, stuff yeah. for it. I can yeah, yeah it's, it's everything else, but that's like a base and it's like, right. ew. Like right. you wouldn't you think would, to, right. like you're taking these two Understood. eggy and creamy things. Yeah. Uh, hey, you know, today uh, we wanted to make sure we uh, shout out. We were invited to a, a birthday drive-by today, uh, but sadly we couldn't be there because we, we were here. We were here live on the air. And you would have missed us. And happy 21st oh, okay. birthday. Joseph Nadal. Super coach Joseph Nadal. Uh, and we got a video of his drive, which I'm sure you guys heard beeping earlier. That's me trying to get the video on the... Uh, on the uh, when Nazareth was on. Yeah. So here's the... Yeah, that was, was a fast drive-by. Drive people are just throwing things out the window. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was shared by Regina, and so thank uh, you, Regina. Thank you, Regina. Happy birthday, that. Joseph. We certainly yes. miss seeing you and uh, yeah, your sisters and your family and Super Coach on the lanes. Uh, he was great. He is a great one. He, he is did awesome. that he did pick up his Chick Fil A at Staten Island Mall yesterday. <laughs> did he pick up, you know, I I was does he work there? I saw him post it something like about. He was picking up food from there. Yeah, well, I saw the same thing, but it was actually Chick Fil A's post on how they're handling, oh. like, working. So I think he was. I don't know if he was actually a customer, like picking up, and they or haven't taken his picture, delivering. or if he was working and they just used a staged photo. I, I, I took that he works there. 
I would have to find out if because if Joe, if you're still watching, uh, yeah, one happy know. birthday, and if you work at Chick Fil A, uh, that's something that we need to know. Uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I think we need to know these we things. We need to know these things. Uh, a good question. Here's another one. Why is there Kevin, a date on sour cream? Why is there an expiration date on something that's already sour? Why is there an expiration date well, on sour cream? Because it could still get moldy. It gets. It gets like. And then it gets a. It gets like real liquidy on top when it gets. It's already. Know, it's already sour, so we just make it more sour. And sour. Tommy. Tommy just tuned in. I think if he's still watching, Tommy, we just had the pickle conversation. He asked Nazareth what makes a pickle a pickle. Uh, uh, and you know, I, I should probably bring Tommy. So poor, you know, my my brother, I picked him up. Uh, he called me early this morning. Hey, can you pick me up? Uh, some, I want to say some bad words, idiots, broke into his car outside of work uh, last no. night, early this morning. Yeah. It took, I mean, the crazy part, when people do that, they take the stupidest things. Yeah. Uh, they didn't take any change. They didn't take the, the iPhone cable that's like worth $25. They took two things that are broken. Like, DVD players that he had for the kids that weren't even working. Like he had just got his new car, put him in there, uh, broke three windows. They didn't just break one and, you know, take things. They that's that's the worst part of it. Yeah, he just got it. I mean, stupid. And then another guy that there, they, they took uh, some other things. But I was like, really? The, the breaking of the windows is the <laughs> worst. Oh. So we got to see our friends. Uh, and we always like to see our friends, Paulie and Joe, at the pen at Dependable Auto Body, 110 Rector Street. Uh, we got to see them and laugh at them a little bit. Uh, yeah, that's not, not usually the reason why I would like to see them. Uh, but that <laughs> yeah. is always good for comic relief. Yes. Oh, so yeah, Kenny uh, Kenny's, Kenny, have ran into our friends uh, Anthony Pizzaruso and Mike Marchese at ShopRite. Uh, it is, isn't it amazing when you see people that you know out and about? Yeah. Especially that you haven't gotten to see, yes. see on a regular – you would see them every Monday night on a regular basis. I saw Rosanna today outside of Starbucks. Her and Grace. So it was nice to see them. Um, you said that we also saw John Pandola come in today yeah. from the Miss Mates. It was good to see him. It really uh, is nice yeah, to see people. It's nice to see people. Especially when you're out. Yeah. Like I would see, it's funny. I would normally see Rosanna after her finishing her shift uh, home goods right. as I'm pulling in the parking lot uh, to go somewhere else. And uh, we just kind of wave by and then we'll see her here. Uh, so I haven't seen her in yeah, forever. Yeah, a long time. And I'm, I'm seeing lots of people that need haircuts. Well, hair, yeah, there's a lot happening. You know, I I don't color my hair. I don't, I rarely color my hair. What you got there, Marco? I got pizza going out. Pizza, wings, and mozzarella sticks going out. Anybody good? Anybody we know? All right. Well, somebody on Marshall Avenue is getting a special delivery from Marco. Pizza, wings, and mozzarella sticks. That sounds mm. delicious. I may be taking home some food today. Uh, so, oh, see, food. We're talking food again. Hey, uh, so an update. Uh, Brab's got talent because it grew here on this show. Yep. We want you to submit your talent. We've extended the deadline through the end of the month. So visit bowlatrabs.com backslash talent. The form is there, and there's a new link to submit your to submit your videos to us. Should be much easier. So if you have a already have resubmit your video. Uh, so if you've submitted a video and through the form, you don't need to, you'll get an email. You don't need to resubmit the form, just the video using very simple, we transfer.com. You'll email it to us. We'll get it. And you could send any size, just about any size file. It won't be, uh, it shouldn't be an issue sending it to us. So uh, a new way of sending us videos. We had some challenges. We didn't know until yeah. 
we fixed them. Well. The day of the deadline, we found out that people were trying to send us videos before and then didn't tell us. So bowlerreps.com backslash talent. We want to showcase your talents. Um, we've gotten some great submissions already. And so go on there and resubmit your videos. Yeah, come on. We, we know you have talent. We see it here every day. <laughs> some talent Not we lately. don't want to see. But yeah. <laughs> some talents are better left at home, but you know. So resubmit your videos. Not, we well, I'm transfer not one to judge. I'm not one to judge. No, Let no. the people judge. The people are going to judge this one. Uh, the people are uh, going to judge. Uh, so please submit your videos. We want to open up the, the voting and, and an award and showcase your talents and give you an award that prize. We're looking forward to uh, to that. But in the meantime, uh, you get an opportunity. You can still take a little piece of home, some pizza, some wings, jello shots. Some hard seltzer. Hard seltzers. I had the watermelon last night over ice. That's what Naz is waiting for. Delicious. Yeah, if she's going to be happy. I, I, I'm actually, if the if ours is open over here, I'm going to stop there and get ice. And then we're going to eat, we're going to enjoy it over the ice. Let me know how that is. I, how bad? It can't be bad. It can't be bad. Yeah, I agree. It's like a, uh, not a milkshake, a an ice. A, a bougie ice. Yeah. Boozy. Oh, I guess a boozy. 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 Yeah, boozy. Boozy ice. I mean, we already do that with vodka, but I mean, this is already. Yeah, exactly. So, Nez, you know, it's Thursday, tomorrow's Friday, Saturday. We've got a, a the rest of the weekend is is looking great here on Live from Rabs, and uh, we're here every day until further notice. UFN, two p.m. Pro Bowl or Saturday is coming. Shannon we're we're excited. Uh, we're always excited for Pro Bowl or Saturday because yep. you really never know. No. Nope. And we we have a new booking agent. So you, you never know who's going to come on this show, but we've got a new booking agent that's been uh, lining up some volunteered. Some, he just kind of stepped right in there and it, it could shoot up to giving our so. number out to people. So that's great. We're happy to have anybody <laughs> come on the show. But apparently, da -da -da. Uh, we're in a little demand. We're in we're in demand. Isn't yeah. that awesome? We're in demand. Not Ratings, bad. Bonanza -ness. Not bad for a couple international. Of so uh, continue to watch, like, share. Uh, tell your friends, your family, uh, who, even people you don't like. You can tell yes, us. Hello. Tell them about us. We, we, we don't have to converse subscribe. with them. Subscribe. Don't forget. <laughs> Just comment. Uh, yeah, subscribe. And uh, you know, Naz, we, we kept what? it real. Yeah. Uh, yeah uh, absolutely. Uh, are you ready? What are you cooking for dinner tonight? I'm not sure. Oh. Me either. <laughs> I'm not sure what we're having tonight. We had steak last night, the little stir fry thing for Greta. She doesn't like steak. Um, but I don't know. Maybe we'll have pizza tonight. Pizza. pizza. Racist pizza. We got the official we got vote. Pizza. I don't know pizza. what we're having tonight, but uh, we'll see. We'll report back tomorrow. There you go. All right. Well, no, Naz. That was awesome. We'll see you tomorrow. Goodbye.